everyone welcome back to another episode of the retro gamers podcast episode number 292 larry here and anthony here yeah what's going on i don't know i feel like 292 years old <laughs> jeez what are you doing here i thought this was the better half what no that's a long no i, oh, I canceled that damn it. all right i'll see you later okay uh, wait a minute wait a minute no stick around stick around <sighs> isn't it it's we can we can make it the better third <laughs> Ooh, oh, look God. at that I like that. Anthony always thinking on his feet. Oh, I forgot to start the timer. All right. <laughs> Off to a usual start. This, no, this is the better half start. <laughs> I wanted to make him feel it is, I already, oh, It already feels oh, unprofessional. Okay, good. It feels yes. unprofessional already. I love it. <laughs> Folks, character show up. this week we got a very special guest from the Better Half podcast, the defunct podcast. Oh, hi, our, Atis. our Atis. good friend. Hi, it's Frank. Who lives closest to me. <laughs> yeah, and you, you're not allowed and to. former guest. Yeah, he's a guest and co-host. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Frank has been on Frank has been on the Retro Gamers podcast several times. Um, times. And the better half and the better half can't be defunct because I can't I can't live through a year without doing a very special episode. So well, we will. We'll oh, be no, back. We Don't worry. Be, we, <laughs> we still have we to will. do that. It's just been a rough year for me. So. I'm watching my two dads right now. There's got to be a very special episode in there somewhere. Oh, I think we oh, should wow. you right can the love count boat. on me. Ooh, love boat. <laughs> a, no, I forget. It's not even a special episode. It's just cringy. There are some <laughs> there are some themes on that show that should not be allowed. <laughs> we will get to it. Okay. So, uh, but this week we got a really cool uh, topic we're going to talk about, which is uh, one of the reasons why Frank is here. Yes. But first of all, and how are you doing? How's how's your week? Everything's good. Week has been well, my week's been a week. But uh, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, but uh not not a lot of gaming outside of roller coaster tycoon again. Uh, oh, still still having a blast with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm still having fun with roller coaster tycoon. And uh I think I just oh no, I didn't buy it yet, but um uh what did I buy? Oh, I bought the um the expansions for uh South Park, the fractured but whole. Oh, you did get yes. okay. <laughs> I did. Game I, I downloaded awesome. the experience. The game they gave us a name. Frank. I know you're you're a South Park guy, right? Yes, I yep. am. All right. I haven't yeah. watched it recently, but uh, you know, because my kids pretty much own the television. Yeah. <laughs> but if there if there are two games to enjoy, the two South Park games, uh, on they're available on Xbox One. Absolutely amazing. It's like walking through a very long south park episode and oh i think it. i might like that they nail it so yeah the stick of truth and then the fractured butthole fantastic <laughs> the name can't get lost awesome. <laughs> those two guys are genius <laughs> really are. um with me the really only thing i've been doing this week is just more symphony of the night mm. uh finally only because just when i looked at the time it just synced it just made sense because it's easy to remember six hours ten minutes 10 seconds later, I finally got halfway through the game. Nice. Well, finally, actually, it rotated. I was, I was just going to say, that's, not, it, that's so. not that's not bad for you. You won't beat it, but that's not bad for you. Yeah. Not, I mean, look, now that I know it's going to be at least a 12-hour game, it's it's going to be – it's a rough going. And I've already done parts where, like, again, I go through for, like, an hour, mm -hmm. and then something happens, and I forgot to save because yeah. that's what happened the other day. I did two boss battles. And died because I kept getting, I literally got ping-ponged between two different enemies, lost all my life, game over, and I forgot to save. And that's when the controller almost went flying across so the screen. you actually could have done it in four hours. I probably could have. Probably. So, but, but I'm up what to I the don't, what, I don't, what I don't understand, though, as a current gamer, because, like, I, like, 
I save all the time, even though there are auto saves, I always save because I don't trust them. Why wouldn't you do this? You've been gaming for how many years? Oh, too long. But I, I see. I maybe in my head, I think it is auto saving because I'm playing on a 360 version, yeah. not the, the the original version. Right. But still, no excuse. No. Um. So yeah. So that wasn't cool. At like two o'clock in the morning. I've been playing the Uncharted collection. Oh yeah. That I bought a game. Oh, yeah. Um. How is that? Because um, I want to play that. Well, I got. I originally bought the when I got the PlayStation Four. I got uh, the newest uh, Uncharted. Uh, something of thieves i forgot the name of the uncharted thief something. Uh, thief's end uncharted for thief's, thief's end. end right which yep. i fell in love with i thought the game i first of all the graphics were just drop dead gorgeous had to be. Yeah. um but it had a storyline it was basically a male uh, a male's version of uh lara croft um nice. which okay. which i mean i and i got to i played the new lara croft on playstation 4 have not ended it i think i'm at the end but mm. it's one of those things where I should have had more bullets saved in the last uh, the last level. Well, you play PUBG all the time, and of course now I, uh, I have to resort to my arrows, which I suck at. So I uh, haven't played the game in about seven months. But <laughs> but the, so I ended uh, the the latest Unchar- uh, Uncharted, and then I bought the uh, collection with the first three games on it. And nice, I'm like I think halfway through the first one. But yes, I every time it auto saves, and I save game overwrite, and I'm like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at the date. I'm looking at the date and the time of I'm over, and it's literally seven seconds before I hit save game. And it's I'm like I know what I'm doing. I yep. I know that I'm. It's automatic, but it's still yeah. It's I'm trained to do it. So yeah. I I agree with you 100. I'm playing like a 25 year old game. Yeah. Forgive me. No, well, well I'm um, saying you, Fra- know you know. Better. I anyway. think I think Frank and I are prepared for Skynet. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, try it's 25 same. years old this yeah, week. I know. Oh, tomorrow, right? Uh, wasn't there recently that Google uh, guy got fired because he said his AI went sentient? Something like that. And they said, no, no, you're sentient? crazy. Like, no, it's got a soul. Sentient? Sentient? Sentient. 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 Yes. Sentient. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, 25 years ago. <laughs> but you should put, uh, You're going to put a disclaimer that there actually might be, this might be a, a, a PG 13 episode. <laughs> no, watch your language. I, I'll try. I can't guarantee it. I, uh, well, I've been known that, to... That's okay. We've 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 bleeped out before if we have to. We have Frankie. <laughs> oh gosh, we, we haven't had, we haven't had Frankie on in a while. Three hundred, three hundred's coming. Yeah, so yeah, so oh, and then one more thing I'll mention about Castlevania Symphony tonight, and then we can move on. Uh, I was today and uh, or last night years old uh, when I found out you can beam between both castles. I didn't realize you can go back to yeah. the to the regular castle, yeah. not the inverted. You know, I thought I don't remember, do, or maybe I forgot because I remember I spent so much time to make sure I got a hundred percent or whatever of the regular castle. Okay, and then like I accidentally hit up, and I'm like, "What am I doing back in this other castle?" Yeah, <laughs> you, you can just very freely go between the two. I wouldn't say uh, freely because I go all the way back up to the yeah. Well, yeah, true. Sure, you got to go back but, to a space, but you know what I mean. It's like you can you can very easily go yeah. back. So I, I'm actually surprised you did that, not no. know that. But I, I again, I might have, and I completely forgot. This is like a whole forgot. new game to me. Yeah, Alzheimer's is kicking in early, and I cannot I'll be happier. That's great. <laughs> so no wonder, no wonder why you keep buying Super Mario Brothers over and over again. <laughs> Shush! It's I'm telling you, you have to have it for the most recent entity of system that you have. Mm-hmm. So okay, sure, is what it is. Speaking of which, let's talk about something that's old. 
Hi. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> wait. Besides, besides us? Besides us. Oh, my uh, God. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, no, we are uh, we are celebrating a very, well, I mean, technically, it's a very special retro birthday, but um, the 40th anniversary of something that uh, we actually all owned at one point when we were kids. Uh, and for once, it's not a Nintendo console. Um, no, no. For, for, for right. a podcast that people say is very Nintendo heavy, we're yeah. going to talk about non-Nintendo. We are talking about non-Nintendo because this month marks the 40th anniversary of the very popular, very well-known Commodore 64. Yes, Yay. Commodore 64. Yeah. I, I, I feel like everyone owned a Commodore 64 because I feel like it was the only one on the, on the market. I know it wasn't, but it felt it was like not, it was. But it was like, yeah, it was the go-to. It was the go-to yeah. by far. And I know, Frank, you've, uh, you definitely had a, had a big love for the Commodore 64, which is why we yeah. asked you to join us today. Yeah, I, I we had one in our house. I, it was actually, um, I, I don't remember specifically if my brother bought it or my mother bought it, but I know it was my brother's. At one point, it was his, and we had the boxes of discs, and he'd have <laughs> he'd be clipping the discs with the, like a like a little disc cutter because we used to crack the games, and we had um, wait what? There was a place on Avenue U in Brooklyn. Uh, oh, so I I saw, I, uh, the computer store, the computer store, you know, uh, yeah, no, the one on East 21st Street. It was across the street from where Block, yes, and you could, you could rent yes, the games, yes, you oh. could rent the games. We had two disk drives, mm-hmm. so you could, we would basically, oh, you would, you would copy, you would burn it, okay, you would on a floppy yeah. Yeah, yeah. disk that would take like you know two days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that noise down there. But, <laughs> our friend had a program who, um. We were called Dam Incorporated. <laughs> so the next time you rented the game, before the game came on, it said Dam Incorporated, cracked by, and we all had nicknames. Wow. I was the equalizer. I think I said this in a previous episode. Nice. But like I'm it was, absolutely it was calling you the, the equalizer. Damn man, it was the Dam Man, uh, the you know, the, the great swami, all these people. Uh, <laughs> we just had like little like like we Lord British. And I was the equalizer. Was it Lord nice. British like, and uh, basically my, my role? Yes, and chuckles. Chuckles. <laughs> my, my uh <laughs> We were just watching some Commodore 64 games on YouTube. Um, nice. And basically my job when I cracked the game was I had to sit there like this with my hand on my chin waiting for the damn thing to finish while my brother, you know, hit all the buttons and walked away. <laughs> so uh, slave labor, basically. But <laughs> but yeah, when you would open it and there would be a dam with a big crack in it, like a crack. I wonder if I got one of your games then. What? What if I ever ended up? Yeah, I was gonna say they did. They you probably did got get, mad. You probably like some around. guy cracked his game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we would rent the games, and then we, yeah, you just burn go. the discs, and we send cool. it to everybody mm-hmm. uh, that we knew. But um, yeah, I, I wish loved I, it. I, I I wish I can remember the name of that store. It's like I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. It was like wasn't it Sysut? Nah, I'm never gonna remember. Yes, Sysut. Yeah, it was Sysut. It was Sysut. It was Sysut. Nice. Forty-eight-year-old brain. Thank you. Nicely, nicely done. You want your pudding? I bought, I bought, uh, I actually bought my last Commodore 64 game at SISAT in the early 90s. I remember buying, uh, this is, we had Commodore 64 and I, I want to say Sega at the same time. Who? Sega. It's not Sega. Sega. (laughs) Thank you. I know. No, it drives Um, me crazy. And I got, I got Afterburner. (laughs) I bought Afterburner at Toys R Us, ended it in one day. They wouldn't, I went to go return it. But then they started changing their policy, so they would only <laughs> exchange it. Okay. So, but they gave it to me new, they unwrapped. So okay. I went to Sysut and I sold it to Sysut. Did you really? Because <laughs> so, he was just getting his Sega games in. So I was like, yeah, nice. I got. Awesome. I think I made like thirty bucks on it or something. Whatever. There you go. 
But, uh, you know, that was a lot when I was a kid. Well done. Yeah. Hey, if you can scam the system, right? Back then. Toys R Us. <laughs> you got Toys yeah. R Us. He, he got the Wiz. Nah, nobody beats the Wiz except me. <laughs> you sure did that day. That poor Sega CD. Oh, that so. Sega CD was awesome. But, uh, yeah, no, the Commodore 64, again, like I feel uh, it was probably if it was maybe more of a budget system. Maybe that's why, like, I feel like so many people had Definitely the Commodore 64. Was. Mm-hmm. Um, do and you know what the price was uh, back I, in the day? I, I do. I have that. Well, uh, let's go to the facts the then. Encyclopedia. Yeah, what do you got about the yeah. Commodore sixty four? All right, so the Commodore sixty four. I'll run through a few things, and then we'll get into the we'll get into the specs. So, awesome. uh, the manufacturer of the Commodore sixty four was was Commodore Business Machines. That was the name of the company, okay. CBM. Uh, it was officially released on August 1982, which is why we're celebrating the 40th anniversary. 82. Yeah. Uh, the, it originally got started. They started uh, production on like the chips and stuff on it in January What's of that? 1981. Okay. So like for a full year beforehand. Yeah. Well, chips. Okay. You know, chips, computer chips. No, what? Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. Computer chips. You Inside know. joke. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Never mind. He I'll obviously to you later. did not you know, listen he, to he the doesn't better listen. half. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, he never I, listened I, to the no, better that, half. Joke. That is actually not true. I did listen to the better half. I did not listen to all of them. Okay. <laughs> I knew you did wait. You did <laughs> there you go. See? The same way I never listen to our podcast because I can't yeah. listen to, to myself. <laughs> same thing. I Neither do I. Voice. Yeah, see? Drives me crazy. I, I fall asleep in my yeah. podcast. So, wow. Wait, my voice. Wait, my voice or yours? It'll be my voice in one episode of Doorbell Rang, and I jumped out of my bed so, so high because I heard a doorbell. I'm like, who's nice. knocking on my door at 2 a.m.? But it was in the it was in the it was in the podcast. Gotcha. So I stopped. Yeah, episode. no, I would think listening to yeah, listening to my podcast would give me like Freddy Krueger dreams. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, back to the Commodore. Um, so it was originally codenamed the Commodore Vic 40 because the original plan was to have it as a sequel to the Vic 20 because that was the which I also had that yeah, was a Vic 20 or that 20. uh yeah that came out before it uh it was, it was basic right probably yes it ran off basic um the Vic 20 it was introduced at the Consumer Electronics Show in January 1982 CES so C- yep CES was around back then um the specs for the system I always love looking up the specs because when you hear them compared to like what <laughs> Especially you back today, then, yeah, what you have today. Phone. So yeah. it was an eight bit computer system. So similar to like, you know, the NES and the original mm-hmm. um, the Sega Master System. So it was an eight bit system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had um, uh, the, the code language or the operating system was basic 2.0. Uh, I don't know if you remember, like, I took a course in basic when Did I was, a, I when I was basic? at Kingsborough. It was awful. Yes. It was awful. I don't think I, no, I skipped base. I, I took a class in camp. <laughs> basic? Commodore 64 in camp. Okay. And then uh, basically just self-taught myself. I don't think I had was basic. That I was like, it was like uh, print, whatever, go to 10 or whatever. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah yes. I, I, I yeah. When I hit college, since I'm the youngest of the three of us, I, I went straight to like C, Java, C++. Mm. Uh, yeah, Dr. Scheme was a weird one. Well, no, when yeah. I was in college, I went to C after like yeah. it was one class of basic and then off to C, which I absolutely hated, and then switched my uh, major. Um when I was in college, <laughs> I think we took I want to say it was could have been fire making DOS 
Fire making an old joke. She's silent. <laughs> no, I believe it was uh, it was DOS. This is the wave of the future. You have to know it, okay, Professor? Sure, we'll know it. And then Windows comes, and we're like, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Basic 2.0 was the operating system. It ran at a cool, super fast one megahertz CPU. Ooh, look out now! One. <laughs> Make megahertz. sure that fan is running. Right, Down exactly. That loud fan. Um, <laughs> of course. Right from the name Commodore 64, it had 64 kilobytes of RAM. Kilobytes. Kilobytes. Not kilobytes. even. A, I think, we weren't even at megabytes yet. We were at kilobytes. I, I think there's more kilobytes in our fingernails than there was running a Commodore 64. I think so. That's well, crazy. I think, yeah. That's it, just crazy. It, yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts how much you are able to do with so little. Oh, um, yeah. Also included 20 kilobytes of ROM. Okay. That's about a time. Um, it had a Vic 2 graphics card with 16 colors, 16 whole oh, colors. Yes. So the, uh, well, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it reminiscing. But I, I remember the colors on the Commodore 64, which I discovered by accident. And I thought I was a genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember the colors. Yeah, you, you, you would look at them all. Yeah, you, you make the whole to, screen turn every color. Yeah. You can turn. Yeah, you can turn the. Yeah, you can change the color on the screen, although everybody knows, obviously, the famous blue. Right. The blue, blue and white. Yep. Um, the sound card in it was uh, called the SID 6581 or 8580 sound card. And the reason why I bring that up is because it was considered revolutionary at the time because of the music synthesizer capabilities mm-hmm. that it had. Like the sound on the Commodore 64 back in the day was just unprecedented compared to any it, other. It did. It, it was any other computer. Again, mm-hmm. for the mid 80s, it well, rocked. If you think or about it, 80s, before yeah. Commodore 64, all you had was pretty much beeps and boops and bangs you know like a lot of times no sound or, or no some of these games all. had no sound it was the weirdest but, thing. Yeah. i think what was before that big 20 and atari yeah was pretty yeah. pretty much before that yeah so. exactly so to actually not only hear sound in the game but uh hear to hear actual words like people speaking mm. um you know uh space taxi you know i know we'll talk about later is mm-hmm. like one of the yeah. ones ghostbusters is another well-known one where you actually hear people say words you know it's you nope. know it, the infamous uh impossible mission yes impossible which we just, we'll talk about that stay too, a yeah. while yes stay forever <laughs> and then uh the uh no worries the uh the la the last bit on the specs is that it also included an rf modulator which allowed you to plug the commodore 64 into your television as a way to compete with home consoles like atari I don't remember. I mean, I I believe it was there. I just don't yeah. remember looking at that as yeah, a feature when I, I was. I think originally we had a monitor, and yep. then we, my mother, we got a new TV for our living room, and she gave us the old TV. And my brother must have gotten the RF module. Oh, okay. Uh, and because I remember, I remember specifically watching it on oh, that's cool that tv yeah okay. which was cool because it was obviously bigger oh yeah of course, you know, yeah. like oh this yeah. is fantastic yeah. it was bigger it didn't have the same clarity if you if you had the monitor it, you got a clearer image a sharper image oh, yeah. for your games but just the fact that you can hook it up to a tv which obviously is much you know was much bigger than mm-hmm. the monitor also very very cool um software wise um you were able to play games or save data three different ways you had the five and a quarter floppy disks if you yes, remember an those. actual floppy disk an it was actual actually floppy, floppy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. It, it was actually floppy it, it it flopped around uh yeah. you were able to play off of a rom cartridge um so it actually had cartridges you were you were able to put into the game that's right oh yeah that's right i forgot about yep. those i don't yep. think i had one but i 
Well, okay. it's funny you should say that because when I was looking through my Atari cartridges, I happened yeah. to I happened to come across Uh-oh. a Commodore sixty four ROM cartridge of oh. Pac Man. Yes. Oh, there you go. Like. Yeah, this I is what that. they look like. We got it. <laughs> yep, little yeah. ROM cartridge just like this. Yeah, yeah, it's a little blurry, but yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't so, think I had one originally. Yeah. So you think that's an original one? Oh no, this is definitely original. Uh, copyright. No, I meant like your original. Oh no, not mine. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't know what happened to my uh, Commodore sixty. Oh, that's right. You ended up getting. I my forgot about that. Yeah. It, and yeah. he has all the so, discs and everything. So, um, so yeah, so you had a ROM cartridge, and then there was also a digital tape. Um, yes. That was called a data set, and you were, yep. it was basically a magnetic tape storage device. So you were able to store to a magnetic tape, which was really cool. It, it was cassettes. Like a, yeah, it looked like cassette tape. Yes, because but was it? You're not talking about the tape that went over the. No, no, no. It looks like an actual audio cassette. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. something else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, I, yeah. You would slide a cassette tape in, and then you were just able to save to it. You hit play, literally, and mm-hmm. you go with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah, unit yeah. itself yes, was set, which I never that. owned. I, I, I did not own that. I, I didn't have that. Uh, I, I the only game I remember of it. I know, of course there were tons of games, but Transformers came on a cassette tape. Yeah, I remember the. It was a racing game, uh, probably, yeah. Uh, but it was like that. It, it was it was trying the, the trucks would just jump. I just remember that. I want to say jump man, but it was like oh, I did bump and jump, bump and jump, bump and jump, bump and jump. Oh, bump and jump! I love that game. Wow. I had I, I had that on Atari. I remember playing. We had that on. Atari. We had that on the the cassette you were talking about. I remember okay. that. Interesting. Wow. So, uh, so yeah. So data set was another, yeah. So that was the other way you could, uh, you can store information. All right. Um, so the, uh, MSRP, the, uh, the price of the actual computer, uh, actual retail value yes, is, yes. you want to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it came out it, 1982, 1982, basic August, unit, August, 1982, basic so Commodore 64 unit. All right. Um, let me think. Um, Highest money. price without going over. If we if we Prices if we get up, if we get it to the dollar, dollar hundred, I'll take one dollar, Drew. Oh. I'll take one. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with three ninety nine. Okay, I'm gonna go seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. All right, three ninety nine and seven ninety nine. Okay, For, uh, maybe the, I'll give you an opportunity to change your answers. Only because oh. I'm going to tell you what the competitors were charging for their consoles at the time. Oh, okay. So the so the Atari 800 in 1982 was going for 899 dollars, oh and the okay, so, and the um, and the Apple II was going for 1200 dollars. Apple is always overpriced. Okay, so this is a consumer based. Apple's so always I'm overpriced. Say, Don't yeah, get tricked I know, by but Apple. I'm saying this is a consumer base. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna move mine up a little. What did I say? Three ninety nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna go four ninety nine. Um, okay. Larry, let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna lower mine to five forty nine. Five. So we got four four ninety nine to five forty nine. Is that what I got? Actually, I I, I think, and I hear one dollar down the row as well. I think someone's bidding one dollar. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, my cat bid a dollar. Uh, the, uh, the actual retail price was five hundred ninety-five dollars. Larry, wait. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right, all right. 
All right. Yeah. Awesome. Now, I really can't see do my I, parents spending that much money on me. It had to be my brother. Yeah. Do, I win, do I win all the, the prizes now? You get nothing in no, your you don't, No, you don't. No, you, no, you don't. Um, which, uh, in, equivalent today, in equivalent to today's dollars, roughly $1,700 that would cost today. Oh, my God. If you bought a Commodore 64 today. I dropped that. A week ago. Well, this yep. is you. So <laughs> it was it was an extremely competitive price for 1982, which is why this thing sold like gangbusters. Um, yeah. And the um, what was funny? Well, I was looking up the production to figure out because other you know the competitors were like, "How are you able to sell this thing for so cheap?" The reason why is because Commodore had the facility to create the um, the RAM for the okay. system and the ram is usually the most expensive piece so because they had the fabrication facility to create the ram the ram was cheaper so it only cost them about 130 bucks to make a a, a commodore 64. so that's not bad lovely no. shade of brown yeah. yeah so they sold it for you know great like over three times what they would have cost Listen, them they they capitalism money. baby yeah, exactly. So, uh, so they came out. They came right out of the gate, super competitive. And not only that, I actually was not aware of this because we all know the the video game crash happened somewhere around mid to late 1983. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. So while I was looking this up, I had no idea that Commodore was one of the main drivers of the video game crash because of their aggressive pricing for the Commodore 64. So really, yeah, I, I blame that on Atari. Wasn't there another? Commodore system after Commodore 64? There probably was, but... The 128 came out after the yeah. 64. Yeah. And it, it, I don't uh, remember it selling. And then they had, they had um, I think they had one other one before they went over to the Amiga. Because um, the Amiga mm -hmm. was also, they also worked on. But in August 1982, this comes out for 595 bucks. By October, two months later, they had dropped the price $200. It was three ninety-five two <laughs> wow. two months later. That Halloween that's probably, special. That's probably when we got it. Probably, yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> no, sure it wasn't great. Wait, wait, no, wait, I'm not done. Three months later, January 1983, anybody they came out with a they came out with a coupon where if you traded in another video game console to buy a Commodore 64, you got another hundred dollars off. Wow, that's like one of the first times that yep. sounds like a buyback system. Like a buyback system. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were they were trying to put their competitors out of business. By June... Yeah, where did June, my Atari go in the, yeah. the mid-80s? Hold on. Now you know. By June, by June of 83, it was 300 bucks. So, like, they were just constantly... Well, that's when we got it. They were constantly dropping the price. And as a result of that, everybody else had to try to keep up with them. And this is what they said was a main driver towards the video game crash between that and obviously the uh, you know atari and the over atari atari like I definitely said, i always blamed atari yeah, yeah but one of the reasons why atari was doing what they were doing was they were trying to compete with commodore and yeah. they could and that was and that was the best way they could compete with them so um october uh, no i had a quick question yeah um you might know the timeline better than me. Obviously, I don't want you to waste time. I know you guys have your... your uh... No, no, do you think? What's up? Um, Talk. During this time, like how long was ColecoVision before or after this? I'm trying to remember, well, like in television. Is that the same time? They were roughly around the same time, but I think at that point they weren't competing really. Yeah, I just can't remember my... Yeah, I don't think they were heavy competitors. I thought, no. Especially because... I thought ColecoVision came out after. Because there were so many companies making Colecos and making televisions. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, so October 1983 comes around. That's considered part of the video game crash when the home computer industry just kind of falls apart. Yeah. So um, you would think 
that Commodore would have gone away. But because their price was so competitive, the Commodore was one of the very few things to actually survive the video game crash. And with it, any developer who was creating games for the Commodore, actually they were able to survive the video game crash specifically because they were creating Commodore games. That's so, good. Yeah, so they were the reason why they survived. By 1985, you were able to buy a Commodore 64 for 150 bucks. I'm sure that's when I got because I remember, yeah. I don't remember getting the system. Like I'm trying to think mm -hmm. of my earliest memory. Uh, but um, definitely already had it. So I'm sure it was already yeah. in, in mid 80s, like yeah, you said. I'm sure we didn't get it on the first go around. Yeah. So. Um, I know, I, know just, we I know I definitely did not. I probably got it around the 150 price. Probably, probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, just to answer Frank's question, the television hit North America 1980 and ColecoVision okay. was 82. Okay. So. So, eight, yeah, so yeah, so Coleco would have been up against it. Yeah, it would have been Coleco. Now, um, if I remember some some of the companies that uh, Epics was one we saw earlier, and was Acclaim uh, Commodore sixty four? I think Acclaim, Acclaim probably got some games think, in there. I think Acclaim did some games. Epics was actually one of the ones that survived the crash because of Commodore. Because funny thing, and I'm kicking myself now, is when I worked in production in uh, in Oyster Bay, Long Island, years ago. We took over the old Acclaim Studios. Oh, that's cool. And actually, Glenn that's right. Cole, they were out there. I forgot about that. And mm -hmm. I remember my boss telling us, because they left a room with uh, just old <laughs> stuff in it, and there was boxes of, like, uh, game boxes. That's awesome. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. stickers, Acclaim stickers. Oh, okay, okay. For the games. No, I like got that you, I got the you. games on yeah, the cartridges yeah. and the actual, like, when you went to the store and bought the box. Okay, that's they cool. They would hold it in, yeah. in, you know, flat in uh. cases and, like, dump them all and i was like who would have known i would have i would have you know because now i could have probably sold those 100 percent, you know oh yeah absolutely but could have kicking myself for that but you should kick you for that. and there were yeah and there were uh there were a ton of games for this uh for the uh the commodore 2 um sales of the the overall sales throughout the lifespan of the commodore which by the way the commodore's lifespan 11 years it was wow. on the market from 1982 19, to yeah. 97. Still not as long as Grand Theft Auto 5. 82, but... 80, 82 to 94. 97. I, wow. He stepped 94. on my joke. Okay. Wow. I was in 80, college. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Commodores were being made for the entire time up until um, Commodore declared bankruptcy in April of 94. Um, they sold somewhere between, they don't have exact numbers, um, mm -hmm. but somewhere between 12 and a half to 17 million units over the lifespan of it. It is in the it is in the Guinness World Record book as the single highest selling single computer model of all time. Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. Yep. Well, That's because cool. you got to remember, computer models change. They change, and they, no, 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 I know. Now, they frequently, yeah. but yes, uh, it is the Guinness World Record holder for that. Um, well, Grand Theft Auto will have it beat in three years. So Grand Theft Auto was at nine. <laughs> GTA Five. GTA Five. GTA 5 is just never going to end. Yeah. I'm uh, going to be in the nursing home when GTA 6 comes out. But yeah, we all will. Um, so some fun just some fun facts on the Commodore. I just have a couple. Uh, it had approximately 10,000 different software titles. Um, <laughs> awesome. Over, uh, over 2,000 were video games. So 2,021 video games. Wow. And then about 8,000 software titles. And then, well, because this thing, you know, the, you had to buy a disc for everything. You had to buy a disc to do like a calendar. Oh, yeah, you of had course. To do, uh, yeah. Buy something for accounting. You I remember the, the print shop. 
That oh, was the print shop. Yeah, I remember that. That was basically the only thing I, I used it for shop, besides yeah. a couple of well, games. I believe that was the first, um, uh, if you want to call it a console, um, the first uh, internet porn. Because I distinctly remember somebody in my class handing us a disc. I'm keeping it to you. I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you would put the disc in and it would download one line at a time. <laughs> yep. A, a topless woman. Okay. Or, and there was actually a game, yeah. uh, Strip Poker. Oh, I'm sure there were games. There was, there, was, uh, yeah. there was Strip Poker and there was also Strip, but, Poker, strip Poker 2. Correct. Ah, the sequel. But the we'll play sequel you before you play the first one. You'd disc and you'd have... Yeah, exactly. And you'd have a choice to print up pixelated boobies, which, you know... Well, uh, you know, 19-year-old uh, a young Frank <laughs> was a very, was a very happy man. Frank. <laughs> you know, printed up on it with the, with the, 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 uh, the dot, ma- the dot matrix printer. Ma- dot matrix printer. Go. What did you call those lines? What the things on the side? Scrap. No, for real. I used to call them mouse tracks. Uh, I didn't call, I didn't call them anything. Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? Ask them. Um, you, you know what? Next time you're at the airport, ask them since they still use them. They do. <laughs> it drives me nuts. When I was at the airport, I'm like, why are you still using this? The not post office still uses Window Explorer. What? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, when, I have to log on, when I have to log on to the, like, my HR, yeah. like, I have to, like, it, it takes forever on, on uh, what do you call it? 3.1? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't use Windows Explorer. I use, you know, um, uh, Chrome. Okay, yeah, and yeah. it's like it's like it takes forever because it's it has to, like, <laughs> slow itself down because it is the post office. It's the wow. worst. Get finally upgrading. Um, a couple, a couple other things on uh, uh, the Commodore sixty four. Just a few more fun facts. Um, Commodore sixty four had an online service. I don't know if you remember this called the Quantum Link. It was called Quantum yeah. Link, also known as Q Link. I remember using it, mm-hmm. um, and I had wow. no idea what to do once I got online because <laughs> what do you you know? This was the late eighties. If, if I remember correctly, it was a it was like a DOS based message boards. Basically, it was yeah. a it was a U.S. and Canadian online service. Um, it op- it operated from November fifth, nineteen eighty five, to November first, nineteen ninety four. November fifth, um, oh eighty five. Okay, no, I know. November I almost 5th, said that 19... too. <laughs> it took me a moment. Yeah, um, it was to when? when? I'm sorry. Till when? Uh, till November first, nineteen ninety four. Now hold oh, that. Wow. Well, and here's the reason why it went until that date. It was operated. It was operated by Quantum Computer Services of Vienna, Virginia, which in October 1991 changed its name to America Online. Wow, uh, that's interesting. That was also that time was when you picked up the phone, and you got disconnected from the internet. Yeah, as soon as you picked up the phone, many times. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by your mom usually screaming to get off. Get the off phone. the phone. Get off the yep. phone. I'm on the, I'm on the internet. Nobody pick up. <laughs> nobody, nobody pick, yeah, there's that one. Too. Nobody pick up the phone. <laughs> I'm um, in my room. The other cool thing that I found out about the online service is that um, you know how we all like there. You know there are chat rooms and there are all these different things, but the very first graphic character-based interactive environment was actually on Quantum Link. It was called Club Carib in 1988. <laughs> It was introduced. Know, it was created by Lucas Arts for anybody who had Quantum Link. And you could uh, basically users can interact with each other, chat and exchange items. It was open world. But yeah, obviously, Star Wars. It, yeah, basically. <laughs> it was open world, but it used online avatars and a combination of chat and graphics. 
I think if, if there's some sort of history somewhere of this internet, somewhere we could probably trace the first internet troll. And I'm sure it's Ferdy. <laughs> the initials AT. Yeah. If if he had if he had a Commodore 64, we can just go on the record and say it's him. Let's just let's just go that far. Uh, oh, it's gonna be a lot of inside jokes this week, folks. Yep. I'm sorry. The um the very last video game release on the Commodore 64 was actually three years before it um uh they had finished off on it. It was Ultima Six in 1991. Good series. Uh yeah, very good series. But and this yeah. this is another this is another surprise. The last arcade conversion, because games would get converted all the time to console. The last yep. arcade conversion on the Commodore 64 was the Simpsons arcade game in 1991. Really? Yeah. That was the last. So I've seen that version. It's, I mean, for back then it was cool because it was the only until it came out on Xbox 360 and PS3. It was the only home version of the game. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. arcade one up. So that was, yeah, that was the last uh, arcade conversion. Cool. Um, and that's that what I have. Uh, that's what I have on the Commodore 64. Uh, All right. Um, Very thoughts, cool. Questions, comments, concerns. Well, I mean, thoughts. I think we'll we'll because in our uh, coming up next will be you know some of our favorite memories yeah. and, and games of the console. Yeah. But um, I, it, it just, shocked me. It lasted that long, and I do not remember internet at all on it. Yeah, no, I I remember the internet part because I remember yep. my brother was blowing my mind mm -hmm. with it when he first showed it to me. Um, obviously he's older, um, yeah. but, uh, um, 94, I didn't realize it, it lasted that long. I was like pretty much in my second year of college at that point. And I mean, windows was already out. Windows was then, right? I mean, yeah. I had a computer. Oh, yeah, windows like, do. I remember doing, you know, by then we were at three and a half, three, but, uh, three and a half inch, three and a half inch uh, not floppy, but well, they were discs, but yeah. Yeah. Floppy, so. so, uh, they went down a whole two inches, um, <laughs> but I just remember using a lot of word and. For, for just for yeah. term papers and stuff yeah but uh that's that's uh that's that's crazy my question is um and again this is just because there's just 40 years yeah. i mean yeah. um were they able to were there like um external hard drive so to speak to make it faster or update your were you able to update the graphics card or sound cards i think there was only one port where you could up date where you can add more i think rom at the time there might have been i think one it was one, i think it was yeah, the cart where you would put like where you like where you yeah. had pac-man cart you would have put a cart in there right, right there was right. another there was a, yeah i forgot the name no, no, of I was it saying, it was like oh no 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 it was it was called warp speed i think oh uh, good point yeah, i think it was warp i'm speed. trying to remember like you say it was only 16 colors and i'm just trying to an 8-bit and i'm just maybe my mind is just not making the connection like with the simpsons game the oh, I the Simpsons sure game was didn't. Not, look, not I mean, looked ugly but yeah. compared yeah. to the arcade yeah. machine. Oh yeah, the, yep. the the warp speed cartridge by Alien Technology Group was the fast load cartridge for the Commodore sixty four. Okay, well, yeah. I, I see. I vaguely, I'm like vaguely remembering these things, but it's, but uh, yeah, again, it was more my brother's system, and he let me play it. Yep. But like. <laughs> When I say he let me play, did go. I'd be playing for hours, you know, especially if it was a game I liked. Which actually, I wrote down some of the games that I, uh, I recall playing the most. But um, which we're going to actually get into next. So yeah. we're going to take a quick break, quick we're moment. Take, but wait, before we take that break, oh, there's more. No, I no, really wish we. There's a little no. There's a little surprise on my end. When oh, we, excuse when, me. Okay. When we when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about our favorite games, and and if you'll allow me to do this, we're gonna boot, going to going on. You're going to boot up. up no oh, way! No! Oh, you shut up right now. That is awesome. <laughs> Sitting right here, waiting. Oh, I to gotta boot get up. my hands on one. 
Oh, that is phenomenal. All is right. That the original, don't, don't, wait, that's not the original uh, I don't know. system. I thought the original system was more round. Maybe I'm thinking no, of the that's Vic definitely 20. the original. Am I thinking of the Vic 20? No, no, no. This, <laughs> definitely. Is, this is the original Commodore 64. That's, okay. that's, that's the this thing. Is yeah, the original exciting. design. Because I have that, just me. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. That's exciting. So we're going to boot this up when we come back. <laughs> hey, Larry. You yeah, want to come over this weekend for some s'mores? Oh, man. I, I, no, no, not at all. I got something better to do. What are you doing? Since when this weekend covers. <laughs> this is true. Hey, how dare you, sir? I love s'mores. You want s'mores? And you know where I'm going to get s'mores? Where? At the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo. If I bring them, they're not going to serve them there. This weekend, August 12th to the 14th, it's back after so many years of the world shutting down. And, uh, and we actually are very happy to be back at the Long Island Retro Expo. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's going to be an awesome time. Unfortunately, um, I will not be able to join you um, because I'm just a little far away. Um, Fair enough. But uh, yeah, no, we're back. You'll be back there. Uh, I'm sure yep. somebody will be with you. Uh, you'll be, uh, yep. our, our podcast will go. be coming live. Frank, it you, will. Should, you should definitely go. Go crash. I will try. Crash I'll trouble. try and take. Uh, I'll try and take the boy with me. That'd be nice. So. August twelfth to the fourteenth, over a hundred games, arcades, consoles set up. Many vendors are going to be there, and like Anthony said, uh, the Retro Gamers podcast will be there. Uh, we'll do a podcast live, and I'll have some TV uh, sets with me. Sets monitors uh and some game systems so if you want to play along i'll have some games and if you want to mm -hmm. test out some of the games that you bought come on over if they don't work try and get your money back go get your tickets at liretro.com we will see you this weekend at the long island retro gaming expo at the cradle of aviation museum august 12th to the 14th uh are you able to get the s'mores tonight yeah <laughs> All right, we're back, and uh, yeah, you know, it took about three hours, but Anthony finally got this thing hooked up. Three hours and it's nighttime minutes. now. <laughs> awesome. My wife's gonna kill me. <laughs> so, yeah. Anthony has said if you're tuning in just now on a taped podcast, uh, Anthony has set up an original Commodore 64. I'm excited. Yes, I have. I'm and so excited. I actually took my pants off. This is it's a party now. Um, it's a party. So I can't even imagine how long it might take to boot up a game. Uh, depending on the game, um, it could take a while. So I'm going to, so we'll, <laughs> we'll, what we'll do is I will start booting up a game and then we'll talk about <laughs> our top 10. No, I'm not kidding you. It's like, <laughs> no, I, I know. For the pause button. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I did a test run of this. Um, yeah, it, it, some games take a few minutes, so uh, I can only imagine. Yep, and I, I thought I'd go with one that we all know and love. So we're gonna we're actually gonna see me type this up in real time. If you remember, oh boy, here we go. Load. <laughs> this is fantastic. Star comma eight Star. comma one. Oh my, comma eight comma, comma, eight, comma one. one. I do remember. Yeah, what that means. <laughs> Nobody knows what that means. Well, right, um, that just basically that was reading the disc, basically. Yeah, it tells totally. you to read it, read and I think it tells I think it tells you to read and run the disc. That's what the comma comma one. Yeah. Um, so oh, this I'm is actually my family. This is actually Turn loading. Oh, oh yes. No. <laughs> Can you hear that? Can you hear the disc drive? Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> so like me if the chili. <laughs> Basically, oh, so, anyway, to go now, again. so this is one of the this is one of the games that I've tried. I was ten, you were four. 
this <laughs> this is one of the games uh, I've tried. It works, um, it but it does take a while. As you can, I don't know if you can see on the very bottom, software speech. <laughs> like yeah, that, see that. See software speech like. Like, um, I thought this is a perfect example for what was revolutionary at the time because of the uh, sound in the game. Can this I is going to be awesome. impression of the sound? Go ahead. Ghostbusters! Oh, then you can do the sound of the, of the disc drive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if, if YouTube knows what a Commodore 64 copyright strike sounds like. <laughs> I doubt it. It may, be, it may be synthesized enough that we can get away with it. Hopefully. So. We'll see what happens. So anyway, so uh, the art will walk. While this loads. Oh, wait. And there's no like load um, percentage or no, bar, no, right? No. So you're just, you're getting, you're making your cup of coffee now at this point. Yeah. No, no, no. Like yeah. right oh, now, when you do, I'm doing homework and taking a crap. That's what I'm doing. I'll yeah, I was going to say, you, you had a good, you had a good hour. <laughs> Sometimes, if I remember correctly, they did have some. Was there a timer? Did. Like, you know, two hours. Some probably did. 97. So, minutes. but right now we're going to go over um, just uh, some games like I, I don't know you guys made lists apparently no one told me but um uh, it's called show prep larry if you did that maybe my podcast would still be wow our wow. podcast wow. ouch our our you know our two out of three ain't dead <laughs> <laughs> oh one one out of three. so uh so you guys how about you guys because i didn't have a lot of games i'm gonna be honest with you my count of 64 was very limited with the games that i had um i don't know why but it was uh, probably because by the time I got in my age, I was already hitting consoles at that point. Possible. Mm -hmm. But you guys definitely have your list. So why don't you talk about some of the right. games that you uh, like? We'll let our guests go first. Yeah, okay, thank you. Well, the funny thing is I, I, I the other day when you guys did ask me, I'm like, I have to try and remember, you know, some of the my the high points of of um, playing the Commodore 64. One of the low points, obviously, was when my brother was playing and I spoke. Nine out of ten times he would die in the game, <laughs> and then I would get punched. So that was a low light, and nice. only only myself and my therapist we discussed <laughs> that. But um, the first game on my list, believe it or not, was was hold on, was Ghostbusters. Oh, it. oh there it goes. Yes, and I love this game because I just remember the, the one. Did you thing... mute it? No, oh, it's on. Yes. I didn't mute it. Oh, there it goes. I'm hearing it, yeah. yeah. But wait, who's going to sue us? Ray Parker Jr. or Huey Lewis? <laughs> they, they all Ray will. Parker Jr. has no money to sue. Oh, yeah, look at that. The bouncing ball. That's right. The bouncing ball. And <laughs> oh, also, that's right, because... If you, if you hit the... Um, Baseball. It, it gives you the lyrics. And then if you hit the space bar, you get this. I didn't know that. Yes. I don't yes. remember that. I had this game. Wait, wait. Who are you going to call? <laughs> As he braced his game <laughs> Fantastic. This is amazing. Now, so go ahead. We need you to I talk more about, so we can talk right, over the, the music. The thing I loved about this game was, first of all, it spoke. It was one of the first games, I think, playing. remember playing that. We're ready that to believe spoke. you. It spoke yep. to you with the Ghostbusters. Also, being the car guy that I am, I love the fact that you could work your way up to Ecto. You were able to choose different yeah, cars. One was yeah, like, yes. I believe a Trans Am. One was a Volkswagen. I think so. And then one was Ecto. I'll, I'll, I'll show you the three cars. Yeah, I'll show you we're, right now. We're, we're in a moment. In, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a name. <laughs> we got a we we got a friendly little yeah. ghost so here. Now wait, do you have an account? With was you able to save your process? You you were able to save your or? progress in the game. Yes. So. Happy little ghosts. 
But yeah, no, the ten thousand and these are the four cars you were allowed Station to have. Station wagon, right, right. Yeah, compact. Yeah, I think the the hearse. Yeah, go for it. You had a compact, a hearse, a station wagon, and a high-performance vehicle. Which the high-performance vehicle, I believe, was a Trans Am. Yeah, oh, I thought it was the Ecto One. I guess the hearse is the Ecto One. Yeah, well, the, time, the hearse yeah. is the Ecto One, and then yeah. obviously you would right. load you had up, to equip it. You right, you had, had to, to equip, equip your it, car right. with everything you needed. How tiny is that guy on on the the forklift? Yeah, it's not the scale. Oh, okay, <laughs> you need a couple of traps, you know. The you ghost back vacuum too. And then uh, maybe rough. bait. I would get. I would get another. Uh, there you go. All right, ready. We're just going to yes. show it off really quickly. But right. oh, this is great. Here you go, Ghostbusters. So yeah, so this was the definitive Ghostbusters game because if anybody remembers the NES version, um, mm. the NES version was terrible. Absolutely. I don't remember the NES version. I do, but I don't remember the car being so yes, big. I, I, but I just don't remember the point of this because you really just. Well, because usually there's ghosts on the road. Well, yeah. Now, I, on, yeah, you got to put the trap down. And remember, don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams. It was very basic concept. Come on, Slimer. No, you have to move. Oh, there you go. And then nice. you capture the ghosts. Are you using a controller or are you using the keypad? No, no. I have a, there's a controller. Oh, nice. So, sure. so yeah. So, Ghostbusters right. definitely... Now, and then the ghosts that are coming in on the side, I forgot what they... The, they, they, they the key master and the gatekeeper. If you look at the top right. left, you see the key. And on the bottom yeah, yeah, left, yeah. you see the uh, the gate symbol, whatever it is. Gotcha. Yeah. But the idea was you had to you had to capture enough ghosts to get to Zool before the key master and the gatekeeper got to him. Gotcha. So, and you were able to get ghosts while driving. Right, right. Yeah, you were yes. right. Yeah, so like if you started driving, sometimes if you had the ghost vacuum while you were driving... You were able yes, to, you do. You were able to capture the ghosts. So, yeah. So, Ghostbusters is definitely one of my favorite games on the Commodore 64. No question yep. about it. Yeah. Because you know Ed Koch back then, he needed the Ghostbusters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he definitely did. He definitely did. But anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause that right there. Um, okay. Because I don't know if you remember, like you were able to pause a game if you pressed Shift and Run Stop at the same time. Run and stop. Yes. Run that's, and stop. A, that's grammatically incorrect. Run, no, run, run and stop. Wow, run I and forgot stop. about. I know. Run I know. Yeah. Same button. Shift, run, stop. Yeah. 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 Shift, funny. run, stop. Right. We're gonna close this down. Ghostbusters definitely one of the Busters. best games. Ghostbusters. Why is it my things with goop? So, so another go. game which I I remember playing a lot, and the and the reason why this stuck out was. Graphics wise, it was great. And again, going back to I know one of your, I'm sure more than one of your previous episodes, the artwork on the box was amazing. That's what uh, stole the games. Maniac Mansion. I um, loved Maniac Mansion. Th- th- I I love Maniac Mansion for the fact that you could play as different characters, but like, so you could like play as I think it was the cool kid. Yeah. And then you could switch to another character, but you came back, the cool kid was still right where he was. Like, you know, yeah. So like it didn't, I, I, that was to me as a, you know, young 22 year old um <laughs> it was like oh wow that that is that was cool it was different yeah. you know um well, it was definitely a different game yeah. but i just it had a storyline and it had multiple characters and multiple yeah, endings multiple endings yeah i mean so you could play it more than once and it'd be a completely different game every single time mm-hmm. uh that was one of the i don't know if you, you you now why didn't you like it i just don't like the gameplay of it and i remember it more on the n64 okay. i mean um yeah, on the nintendo 
NES. On the yeah, NES, I was going to say yeah. I had it. I had it on the NES and I had it on the Commodore 64. I enjoyed it more on the Commodore 64 because it was a game made for a computer. That's you know, true. So that's really what it was. Because it, was all about, yeah. it was all about giving direction. Whereas like yes. on, on the NES, it was a lot of point and click. You had to move a mouse with your, yep. with your game pad uh, in it order to move the character the around. And it just yeah. wasn't as enjoyable. Um, so yeah, I, it was definitely definitely uh, one of the games I, I, I remember playing uh, often. Yeah. Uh, another game so which... Frank, uh, so lived... you know, Frank, really quickly, just so you know, uh, we're two for two. Uh, both of those games were on my list as well. Oh, okay. All right. Do you want to you want to go? You want to pick nope. one? Since I did no, two. You, okay. you keep going. Keep going. All right. Another one of my games which lives up lives up to its title. Uh, I never ended it. My brother, I believe, ended it once because there was a time limit that you had to end the game, and it was impossible mission. Oh yes. Yes. Um, and that also had the voice modulator on it as well, because uh, it was like, ooh, another visitor. Stay a while. <laughs> Stay forever. <laughs> and basically, Impossible Mission was this puzzle game. You had to collect, I think it was like 16 pieces throughout this something like this that. like underground laboratory. Layer, yeah. Um, which you used like elevators uh, to, to get to different floors. But then you once you collected the 16 pieces, you had to put them together and to make a I believe it was like some sort of picture, and then you ended like I think I got 12. My brother ended it, I believe, once, um, <laughs> nice. and it lived up to its name. Impossible Mission. I I, I love the game and I hated it all at the same time. Impossible Mission, I believe, is going to be on the C sixty four collection that's coming out for the Evercade. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure yeah. it's on the mini. Is it on the? Mini? It should be. Because... I think it's on the C sixty four. Well, you got the box right there. Yeah, I have the box right here. Uh, I will tell you in a second. Uh, the Commodore sixty four mini is actually. Very impossible. Good. Impossible mission is on the Commodore 64 mini. There's no doubt. There's no doubt it wouldn't be because that that was there. It is. That go. was. Yeah, I'm gonna break that out. Well, I have the Italian version. Well, is that you have already. Yes, the Italian. Yes, the, the uh, When I was yeah. When I was in when I was in Italy on vacation, I saw it in a store there, and I just grabbed it. I was like, I'm in Italy. I love Italy. When I was when I was traveling the world, I'm a world traveler. Jet setter. Do you still have? Do you still have um, fridge magnets what, for Frank? What was no no? What was the place in Japan? <laughs> no, did, wait, uh, no, 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 no. I gave. Did you? Did I have? I got you. They are, in my, they are in my garage with all my car stuff. I got, uh, super potato, right? So about. in in Italy, it was a super risotto. Oh, yes, I went. To, I went to super risotto. They gave me a they gave me a rice <laughs> ball with purchase. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. You yes ended me. I love you. But having some sort of improv skills, Larry. <laughs> Excuse so, me, I'm not yeah, Italian. I'm sorry. Mission, definitely, I believe, probably, I think one of I feel one like of the, their most popular games. A definitive game for the Commodore 64. Yeah, well, I, impossible I mission. Of, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, not to be confused with that Tom Cruise uh, mission and something. mission something. No, no, probably. that was that probably. was a cheap knockoff. Probably a mission. <laughs> um, mission. Okay, now so, his was like uh, Mission Possible. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> he had to run and be on a motorcycle in every movie. So mm -hmm. look it up. He's in every movie. He's on a motorcycle. Um, uh, so yeah, that was another one of my, uh, I guess you want to say favorites. Uh, yeah. Stands out. I didn't love the game because I sucked at it. But um, uh, another game that, that I believe, I know Activision made it, and I believe it went over to consoles as well, was Montezuma's Revenge. Oh yeah, you know that game. Yes, and I think it did head over. That was some sort of like you had to go down and rescue miners or yes. something. Like there was like 
I remember them just the little eight bit legs bent, like, oh, I'm so cold. I don't <laughs> mind. I can't. But you had to, like, you know, avoid spiders and scorpions, like underground pitfall, basically. Of course. Was. Yeah. But that's basically what I was. remember. Each level was different. So it was, and I don't believe it was one of those games you could save. I believe, like, you died. You went back to the beginning. I don't remember so, saving they, anything. They, they, but, had um, that, they had that on Atari because I remember having it on Atari. Yes, that's where it was. I think I think that's what it was on Atari, and then it made the jump to um, Commodore sixty four. So, um, speaking of jump, uh, another great game that I loved for uh, Commodore sixty four was simply titled Jumpman. Mm. Jumpman and Jumpman was like uh, it had remnants of Mario where you had to jump from different platforms and uh, you had to jump over these blinking speed bumps. So to speak. <laughs> and then once you jumped over it, you locked it. So, yeah. you you know, yes. but each level was hard, got harder and harder. Um, I, 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 it was very 8-bit, very like, you know, stick figure-ish, yeah. but uh, still a great game. Oh, I yeah. remember it was one of the it first was- games... It reminded me of... Um, it reminded me of um, Jungle Hunt on Atari 2600. Okay. You, you yes, started yes. on like you started on like vines that you had to jump over, and yeah, it was similar to that. I gotta get you. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I'm trying. Again, I got that out of order with the. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, remember when we talk about these? You know, we got to put ourselves. Everyone's got to put themselves in 1985 because you know, uh, uh, Frank was talking about like with the graphics and everything. Back then, these were my. You know, they were like, I can't oh, believe this is going on. Yeah, this I mean, is awesome. After you know, after um. You know, waiting two hours to play it, and he like <laughs> it, it. You know, it blew your mind. Yeah, totally. You know? yep. Um, what do we got there were a few here? other games. Uh, again, I don't want to take up all the time, but there was one game I, I particularly remember towards the end. I think of my. <laughs> That's on here, <laughs> but I wasn't going to talk about it because I talked about it all the last time I was on. But uh, well, we talk um, about it. We'll talk about it. Now. It's, well, been, it's been a while, Frank. So you can talk okay. about it. Um, well, I'll, then I'll go to this one after we. Uh, okay, so obviously. Anthony has loaded up on the screen a game that I love near and dear to my heart, uh, Space Taxi, uh, which was just basically you had to, again, very uh, from platform to platform. This time you were in a space taxi and you had to pick up passengers and you had thrusters to steer your car. And the greatest part about the game was, again, the voice modulator, which changed it was like, hey, taxi, hey, taxi, you know, and we go, <laughs> pad four, please. And you'd have to take them to pad four. But the boards were shaped like a candy cane or a vine, or yep. they had some bouncing ball. It was a, some of them were pains, like you had to go inside a fishbowl to land. Yeah, but if you touch the sides, hard. if you touch the sides, your space taxi would disintegrate and go, <laughs> you know, and, and then after you completed the level, it would go uh, up, please. And then a, like a block would open up on top. And you would go to the next level. And, and folks, for those watching on YouTube, uh, Anthony's screen did not freeze. It is still loading. So <laughs> yeah. just want to let everyone know. But yeah, the funny thing was about some time. The funny thing about Space Taxi was the the deep voiced Space Taxi mm. yes. sounded exactly like my stepfather. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like almost to the point where I'm like, you did the voices for this, you could because he would go. Yo, bad fall, please. And that's exactly, <laughs> if you know my stepdad, that's exactly what he sounds like. It basically sounded like somebody who had smoked for thirty years. Which was my stepfather. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, that game I just loved. And I think they made a few remakes of it, but I don't think I've ever played any of the uh, the remakes of it. But um, I, I remember last time we spoke, the, there I was, not, I believe it. Not played the remakes for sure. I think it was on, it made it, it made it to a console. I don't know who made the game. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> so something's going on over there. Yeah, yeah. there it goes. There it Muse. is. There it is. Yeah, look, there's your little guy. But again, very similar concept to Jumpman, uh, except you're in a you're in a car. With your um, oh yeah, that's the other thing. You had to put down your like landing gear. I believe that was like <laughs> what was it? Fire button again down. There we go. It would do this yeah before each screen. You would go like you're going through the stars. I can't wait to see this. Did it take any longer? Why don't we talk about your other game while we're waiting? Go. Oh, what happened? Oh, what happened? Now we're going. Morning shift, night shift. Oh yeah, we used to do the random twenty-four hours. Yep. So it's lo- like oh. you have to go through all of this, and you got to load it. So yeah. Oh there yeah. Yes, yeah, so this one's smart and sweet. I guarantee this looks like like candy or something. Yeah, look, candy cane. See it a lollipop. Yeah. This is real easy. Bad one, please. Hey, taxi. That was it. That was my stepfather. Oh, too bad. <laughs> I heard all this. <laughs> Nice and slow. Put your landing gear. Where's my... There we go. There you go. But if you land too hard, you'll bounce and you'll lose money. So... Up, please. Up, please. All right, Jackie. Uh, Oh, you almost died. All right, so... I didn't. But I didn't. You didn't. There you go. Okay, so another game... I actually just remembered, and I'm going to take this one off because... (laughs) Um, going to the beach so just to put in perspective the beach the beach add one please oh oh no ah oh yeah if your landing gear is uh, uh, open you have no steering capability (laughs) so the games The games for the Commodore 64, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but Frank, just so you can hear about it, for the Evercade, which I have over there, uh, 14 games on it. Uh, Summer Games, Winter Games, Impossible Mission, Jumpman, Lee, uh, Gateway to As- uh, Apshai, the Movie Monster Game, Marauder, Stormlord, Subterranea, Idris Alpha, Battle Valley, yeah, Alley Cat, which I think we looked up before, right? Alley Cat? Uh, oh, no, something else. And Street Sports Basketball. Uh, baseball, excuse me. Street Sports Baseball. No, I think I had Winter Games. Winter I, Winter I did games. not like Winter Games. I, I loved Winter see, Games. They had winter Games, they had Street Games, they had Summer Games. But there was the, another one. which California Games. California, California Games. games. I, Maybe you guys can remember this one. I don't remember the title, uh, but it was like they had a baseball one and I believe a basketball one. And the graphics were more uh, attuned to the Maniac Mansion graphics. Um, and it was like backyard games where you'd be playing baseball, but there's like a tire and you could trip. <laughs> there was like obstacles that you had to avoid. I don't remember that. I, oh, I can't that remember sounds the name. Cool. It, it, yeah. And like uh, the basketball net was like there was a there was glass on the on the on the on the court. Yeah. And you had to like run around <laughs> it like but it, and it, but it was. It was like the Sandlot, basically. Okay. Um, with you know, you had you know a crappy fence, and you know, uh, you know, a garbage can lid was the base, and I think it was called Backyard Games, but I I, I couldn't find it or remember the name. But um, one of the games uh, which I I loved um, it, again, I remember this coming out towards the end of like my, my Commodore sixty four um, playing days, um, and I don't know if you remember this, Lore of the West. 
That no, that it, one. I it was, know. Okay, so basically, Lord of the West was, and it's if you look it up, it's really cool. It was almost like action and text based. You had to. Um. Oh my gosh! You had to ask some questions to people, whatever, and you had to. Uh, um, but eventually, someone would come into town. You'd have to fight them. You'd have to shoot. You'd have a shootout, like in the middle of the street. Oh, that's cool. And and your joystick or your mouse would control your gun. So your gun would be in your holster. And what you had to do is you had to question the person <laughs> like who was about to shoot you. And if you answered the question long, you know, you could either shoot it out or you can, you know, talk it out <laughs> and you had to get your gun up fast enough yeah. to shoot him. And, you know, I mean, half Case the times I probably died, but, uh, Lord, and I remember there was, uh, one of the, the characters was, uh, like the, the, um, the prostitute of the, of the town. Okay. And he would always go, you're a painted Jezebel. And we was, <laughs> we had no idea what oh, that no, meant, but we used to, Jezebel. yeah, paint, you painted Jezebel. So we used to call my sister a painted Jezebel. <laughs> we had no idea what it meant, but uh, <laughs> I thought you just said stop. Mario Brothers. Look Is at that this. Ice? Yeah. You didn't like this game. I did not. I do not like, I do not like Mario Brothers. Oh, and you know what? The weird thing, one of the weird things I noticed about the Commodore 64 is that the controller has to yep. switch depending on where you are. So, and that's like Atari yeah. as well. Sometimes Atari, you have to plug it into the second port or the right port. I wonder what Anthony wants to do. He just wants to play video games the whole time. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Super turd. Done. Look at that. And again, this is the Commodore 64, and this is an official Mario Brothers yeah. game. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. back then. So that was pretty interesting. Game for me, I can go through my list super quick because, like I said, I didn't have a lot of games. I remember having Double Dare, a lot of uh, game I show games. Double Dare, yeah, yeah, I remember Double. I remember Dare. Double Dare that had a lot of having to hit the buttons back and forth, back and forth, yep. back and forth. That back was like track forth. and field, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I always track did it wrong. Was always like that. Oh, you would do it back. I hurt my, you hurt your hand. I always hit I buttons wrong because my my guy would just ever so slowly. Try, like in Double Day, I like to climb the ladder for yeah, the yeah. for the Sunday slide. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of track of field, how I can never do the long jump. Right, have to yeah. go. Oh, the long and, jump and was such a pain. And I always just run and fall. I had that. I had Jeopardy, which I don't know why I had Jeopardy at but, six years old. Yeah, but the problem is if you played Jeopardy long enough, you knew all the answers. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> but but my dad would always, I mean, just school all of us. And that was probably like the actually, I it just came back to me now. I think G playing Jeopardy Thanks on the Commodore lot, 64. What? It's all coming back to you now, Celine. It's all coming back to me now. It's the survivors. Um, was the last time that me and the only time I think me, my dad, and my mom actually played a video game together. Oh, wow. Because my mom, you know, she just. So video yeah. games, like, yeah. all right, whatever. And I've told the stories about my dad hijacking my NES and my Super Nintendo. Yeah, I think um, I have a picture of my dad playing the Atari. But I think the only time the three of us would play was Jeopardy. And maybe if we had, I, I'm sure I had Wheel of Fortune as well. It was good because you used to be able to, like, type your name into something. Yes. Right? Or you write yes. it in, I remember. No, type it. Well, for that, type for us. Yeah, but didn't it come out in script? Oh, probably, yes, it did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if I remember correctly. So, you know, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, which I feel like everyone had. Uh, Double Dare, a lot of game show-based games. And even though before we started recording card it, sharks, I, I know you said I might have had card sharks. sharks. I had, I had card I sharks. I might have had card sharks. And contrary to what you said, it because I had to have had it on the Commodore sixty four, uh, high rollers. Well, what's funny about high rollers is that I I went and looked at the list of Commodore sixty four games because I thought high rollers was on there as well. Did not show up on the list. 
it's the only system I would have had it on. And I, I looked it up. I was watching a Commodore 64 version yeah, of High Rollers. Yeah. So, um, and I really didn't have any like adventure games. They were very straightforward for me because I was stupid back then. Uh, so, well, and not I much has changed now. Action adventure games is like there was obviously Leisure Suit Larry, you know. Uh, yeah. There was, there was another one. I wasn't I was playing that at six. Talking to you what about earlier. What did we miss? Restarted. I cannot remember the name. Uh, it was something in like something in Treasure Treasure Island. I just remember the storyline. There was a kid. He woke up in his room. I think he like got shrunk down to uh, like miniature size, and he had to figure out a way to get <laughs> to the Indian in the cupboard. Something similar. To that. I, I I don't remember uh, the. Um, I don't I don't exactly remember. But there was yeah. a lot of those games, and obviously you had the text based uh, role playing oh. games like you know Go North, Open Door. I have a I couple had of none those. of the. I have a couple of those. Love you those. do? I can't remember any like, of the titles. All the Lord of the Rings were like that, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah the two, actually love those they, games. They did The Hobbit and and uh, the first Lord of the Rings book as text-based adventure games. Fellowship. But there was also some text-based adventure games that actually had pictures. Like, I remember, you yeah. woke up on a beach yep. and, you know, the, you know, uh, there's a bottle. What do you do? Pick up bottle. Yeah. Examine one bottle. Of the, one, of the games, <laughs> one of the games on my list was one of those because... They had released three or four Marvel text-based adventure games. Really? And I had the Incredible Hulk one. Oh, that's cool. And Smash. it definitely was. It was, it, was a, it was a still graphic. And then underneath, it tells you the situation. And then you gave direction. Well, that lends to it because it's a comic book. Yeah. So exactly. that almost makes sense. Yeah. And you it know, worked out really well. There was a game on 64 that was a comic book. It was remember the concept in Big. Was it Batman? No, the comic book that he came up with in the movie Big. How the kids could, uh, you could uh, change the direction of the comic book. Yes. In, in the movie, I'm going to tell you right now. I haven't seen Big in forever, and I don't remember that being. Part yeah, of the he story. Pitched, okay. no, he pitched an interactive, he pitched an interactive, wow. interactive comic book. Comic book. This yeah. was a game on Commodore 64. I don't remember the name of it, but I remember the graphics were insane for the time. And you, depending on what you did, the next frame of the comic book. Like you basically be real, yeah, yeah. but depending on how you acted, it would change the outcome of the. That's comic. interesting. And I remember we only got so far because I think you had to like buy a second copy or com mm -hmm. comic, uh, sto mm -hmm. second story, basically. Yeah. I, I wish I could remember the name of it, but again, yeah. I'm old. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it either. I do remember one game that was on the Commodore 64 that we played ad nauseum on the NES. And Frank, I think you will appreciate it when I show it to you. I can't load the game for some reason, okay. but <laughs> it's broken. Oh, Blades, Blades of Steel. Blades of Steel for the Commodore 64. And not only do I have the disc, it's a little messed up, but here is and that was the an box. original version too. Whoa, yeah, well, the box looks it. just like the NES version. Oh, yeah, you go. Yeah, same there exact go. thing. Same exact thing. Fantastic. Beauty. Man, my cousins kicked my butt in Blades yep. of Steel. I see now. How come they can't they were girls. give me a Commodore 64 emulator for like my PlayStation 4? Because oh you can buy a Commodore 64 yeah, mini. but still, I would spend $59.99 on all those damn games. There, Actually, all joking aside, there is a web server, a web service called uh, Antstream Arcade. Okay. Or Arcade Amstream. Antstream. Yep. Um, I have it or had it. I got to renew it, actually for the atari vcs and it's licensed games but like old like uh, uh, commodore 64 games 
old Atari games, old uh, Apple games okay. to be played in a browser. You might be able to play it good on the Android. You definitely play it on the Atari VCS. Yep. That was a shot. You took a shot at <laughs> my phone. I sure did take a shot at your phone. You know, you, and um, I, it's it's not expensive. Uh, I forgot what it is a year. You but, got me there, baby. But it's pretty cool because um, you you are able to play a lot of old games, some of which are Commodore sixty four games. Well, and the other and the other thing you can also do, Frank, and we've said this on the podcast I think before, but um, there is a website called archive.org. It's yes. basically a video game museum. They preserve old video games. There are like thirty thousand video games on there. So if you do, and you, you can play them, them. and you, you play up? them, you do a search. You do a search for a game. You do a search for a game. You can download it. You can play it. And yeah, there are a lot. There are a lot of good old ones on there. Oh, good! To, I will check that out. Uh, okay. uh, so I have a few, trying to load? few more games. File uh, not found error. Oh, found error. Remember these? Corrupt. Yes. Let's try Let's the show. other side of the disc. So oh, flip it over. Put it in right. Remember this game? I, I think I have the right name. It was a side-scrolling karate game. I think it was Karatika. Septic. Uh-oh. Karatika. I played Karatika. And, I love that game. Oh, Karatika. Yeah. But, yeah. But like you could like walk slowly like this with your yes. like, and then you could run. And then when you stopped, it would like, it was the most <laughs> awkward stop. It was, um, what they call that? Um, it was a side scrolling game. No, 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 no. The, 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 the animation. Oh, yeah. what they do is they actually film. And a lot of games did this and they did on Comic 64. I forgot what they call it. They would film an actual human doing those moves. They would film them, and then what they do is they draw over them. That's why a lot of those games you get such smooth, fluid motion. Right, yeah, I remember. Because it's literally that a human. Like drawn. Yeah. And Karataka is a fun game because you can get to the end, beat the boss, and still... There it is, Karataka with Kung Fu Master. Yes. Yeah. Uh, beat the boss and still lose the game. And still lose the game. Yep. Yes, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's funny. That one I remember. I definitely remember that. Uh, this game, whatever I put in here, is taking forever to load. Well, because it's septic. I septic. <laughs> but um, what are some of your favorite games, Ant? While you're loading um, them up. Well, I mean, Frank did go through a good number of them because I had Maniac. I had Maniac Sorry. Mansion, Ghostbusters, <laughs> Summer Games, Winter Games, California Games, which I know you hate, Larry. Um, yes. A couple of the other ones that I had on my list was again. I had mentioned this one before, and I remember it very vividly because it was the last game I purchased on the Commodore 64 at SciSet. And it was called weird. <laughs> it was called weird dreams. Weird dreams. Yeah, it was a very weird. strange. So that it was basically a character caught in a nightmare. Um, okay. So you a weird wake, dream, if you will, a weird dream, and he wakes up inside a cotton candy machine that he has <laughs> that to escape. Like, that, that sounds like that. <laughs> no, that, that he has to escape, and then you're basically going through this really demented circus. Um, <laughs> what circus isn't demented? That's very true. Um, but that was one that I put on my list just because I, I remember it very clearly. Um, it, looks, it looks like we may actually oh. be getting a game. How can I forget one of my, which... What is... No way! I thought this was only on a, a, a cartridge, you know, like on a thing. Nope. Wait, is this not what I'm thinking it is? I found the game. Sound what is going on right now? I don't know what's Oh, this isn't what I thought it was. Oh, this is Transformers. Transformers. Oh, it is Transformers. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I remember this. Oh, my God. Maybe it was a different I remember this game. Oh, you're just bringing me way back. Is that like Rodimus? 
Uh, it might be Rhymus. I can't. That's Bumblebee, right? That's there. clearly Bumblebee. Uh, it's not. I'm not. I'm having trouble with the controller, so I don't know exactly okay. what I'm supposed. Oh, there's Jazz. Oh, Jazz. It's right there. Jazz. Jazz to Moon Base Two. Jazz to Moon. Oh, where's my Unicron? Oh my God, I got my Unicron pop vinyl came in the mail. The thing is huge. Oh, I killed him. Unicron. <laughs> Way to go. Well, so did Michael Bay. Mirage. He was cool. He was a. He was a Jeep. The, He's the, dead. Okay. The, the, the controls are very strange. Who's this? Hound. Oh, wait, maybe Hound was the G. I, so the controls right now are backwards where pressing the button walks him and then the joystick shoots. So oh, that's that's annoying. That's why they keep dying, because I keep pushing them off the edge. <laughs> All right, that other one's clearly Bumblebee, but who's the other guy? Who's the bigger guy? I don't know. I don't know, but we're going to kill Bumblebee. Are you able to transform? There goes your firepower. Are you sure these aren't the GoBots? They are the GoBots. That's exactly what it is. They're just the GoBots. There he is, Optimus. (laughs) Dead. (laughs) Wow, that didn't take long for Optimus at all. Boy, Megatron's got that. Oh, there we go. Look at that screen. That's a sexy screen right there. So the game that I said I couldn't remember, I remember. What game are you talking about? (laughs) All right. Oh man, we're gonna get so many copyright strikes. I love it. That's cool. I thought that game only came, like I said, on a cassette cartridge. Nope. So, um, so yeah. So weird dreams I had on my list. Oregon Trail was on my list. Classic. Classic. Um, Definitely a classic. Um, I'm pretty sure we had this on the computer because I think my dad played it a lot, and then he moved it over to the NES. Silent Service. Oh yeah, Silent Service. Uh, Yep. Your dad Which would was... love. Your dad would definitely love some of the games that I have sitting here because I have um, I have Storm Across Europe. <laughs> there you go. All Inbox. right. Wow. Inbox. Okay. Uh, and then I have another game. Oh, this one's more. This is Starfleet, but Empire War Game of the Century. <laughs> He'll punch you if you give him a uh, Star Wars, a Star Trek game. All right. Yeah, no, there you go. Wow. Star Trek. Um, and then another one that I have sitting here, which uh, which you'll you guys will both know. Uh, just trying to get that. Trying to make it pretty for the screen. Jordan versus Jordan, Jordan versus Bird. One on one. Look at that. I do remember that game. I do remember that. So okay. I, I'm sorry, but I'm going. I'm completely fanboying out right now. Go for it. So the game that I I couldn't remember. Uh, it was um, Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbender. There was some great titles. Wow. Great title. Just great And it was titles. one of those where it, it was, it, you could actually, you would say, you know, go go left. And the character would go left. Or, you know, examine fishbowl. Yeah. Uh, that was the one I was talking about, which I don't remember most of the game. I just remember, I remember that it was basically the first, like, kind of role-playing game where you could control the movement by your text. Um, the other one was a very stupid game, a very probably a kid's game, but I remember playing this game religiously. Um, and I just looked it up and 93% of people like Google users like this video game called Donald Duck's Playground. <laughs> do you remember oh, this one? I do not. I do not. No, I don't remember Donald Duck. No. So you were Donald Duck and you had different jobs. You would, uh, very um, menial jobs. Uh, someone would throw fruit off a truck and you had to catch it and put it in the right bin. So you had a a watermelon, a pumpkin, and I believe an orange. Another wow. one was, uh, and you you played like one one thing you played with Goofy. Another one was Mickey, uh-huh. Mickey's um, 
you know, Mickey's uh, uh, was the owner of the pharmacy. I mean, the uh, the produce place, obviously. <laughs> then um, uh, you had to like put oh, toys. God. You had to put toys in their right in their right um shelves. You're, you're talking about Donald Duck. He's booting up Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, the best was this one. Donald works at the airport, and he has luggage, and it's got to go to Detroit. Uh, I guess that's Birmingham, Boston, and Topeka, <laughs> and like so the luggage would come down and you had to put it in the right thing to make sure it goes on the right plane oh, oh, wow. and then there was a train one there was a train one where you had to you had to c- control the tracks move the tracks so the trains got to their destination uh dumbest game in the world but it was awesome hey listen as a kid those, yeah uh, as yeah. a kid yeah this kept me uh, this, i don't remember this friday the 13th. so this friday the 13th game was the first game that scared the crap out of me on the commodore 64 because basically you're a um you're a, you're a camp counselor and Jason is undercover as a camp counselor. And you have to figure out which camp counselor Jason is before he kills everybody. But, it, and if he winds up killing everybody before you figure it out, this big giant graphic of a severed head <laughs> jumps on the screen and screams at you. Awesome. I don't remember that. I remember it scaring the crap out of me when I was a kid. Um, but see here, you and nine friends are spending the summer holidays at Crystal Lake holiday camp. Miles away from civilization, spelled wrong. Unaware that Jason <laughs> Voorhees has a filthy grotto close to the camp. A mid- grotto? A grotto. So did, uh, at, so at, did you. At, so did you, yeah. yeah. At midnight on the first day, while unpacking, you notice a bloodstained mask, and with horror, you realize that Jason is waiting. Terrified, you must protect your friends from the marauding Jason and finally dispose of him before he disposes of you. Dun, dun, dun. That sounds like one of the plots of the movie. Yeah. And then you choose Ooh. your character. Ooh, those graphics. Everybody what's what's wrong with Amanda Baxter? <laughs> she, she's her head is on wrong. She's sick. Broken, broken by ABC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, I we were, Oz was Dam Incorporated. Yeah, yeah. It had a dam with a giant crack in it. Yep. That people used to break one up, and it was that people used to break. Break. I don't break remember that. At yeah, all. that's that's, that's how, when you made copies. People would make logos. So yeah. They so, you know, I remember, yeah, I remember. So, like, wow. That's so funny. Friday the 13th was definitely on my list of one of the most memorable games. Um, and then the last one I have, Larry, I think you would appreciate. Okay. It's called Micro League Wrestling. Do you remember Micro League Wrestling? Ooh, I, I think I that. do. Yes. Micro League Wrestling was one of the first WWF wrestling games on a console. And what it was, was it had, it only had like each side of the disc had one match it was hogan i think versus savage and then hogan versus dibiase maybe hogan and orndorff was on the other side oh and that's right i think in mid 80s yes and it basically gave you an option of five moves you chose one and then it determined who got to pull their move off and then you got another set of moves and you kept going back and forth until you won the match they actually came out with an expansion of it with additional discs where they had like Macho Man against Honky Tonk Man and a, and a Hulk Hogan versus Million He's Dollar Man. To That's what I was thinking. Of, yeah, I'm yeah. cool. I'm cocky. I'm um, bad. And <laughs> nice. But and what's cool League, is Micro League Wrestling was definitely one I remember fondly too. I, yeah, I didn't have it, but I remember it. Um, but um, whenever you did a move, there was like a like a picture graphic of the move being done. Yeah, it was actually a series of pictures. Yeah, series. Give you the like illusion of yeah. like yes. an animation. Yes. It was. Yeah. It's like a flip book almost. Yeah, almost. So, it was very slow. Right. It definitely, it definitely didn't look animated. It no, like no. It. But again, yeah, 
a series back of then it was amazing back then it was awesome so clearly oh. this was broken by abc but it was actually broken so it won't st- it, <laughs> or it's still it's loading. Just stuck or it's just still it loading. could be still loading still who knows loading. uh one last thing that i wanted to uh, bring up not not so much a game but uh going back to how the games had the voice modulators there was actually just software that was just a voice modulator mm-hmm. with sam yeah it was called sam s-a-m okay. i don't know what it stands for but speech something modulator sure sure and I remember the highlight of being, you know, the uh, eight Whoa. or ten year old Uh-oh. that I was. What is happening? Oh no! Did that go? <sighs> I think it went broke, broke, broke. Uh oh! Angie's gonna get a phone call now in seven days. Um, and I obviously remember it was typing in a curse word and hearing it go, shit. And there we go. There's a. Shall we play a game? You know, mark it down. Uh, mark it. Oh, really? You can't curse at all. No, we're no, PG, we never, my friend. We seriously can't curse. No, we, we, try never, we never no, curse on the show. You guys are a bunch of goody two-shoes nerds. <laughs> just not the better Hey, half. wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not totally goody two-shoes. Look what I just found. Strip poker. There it is. Oh, And a data down. disc. Magic and, music. And the magic music machine because they used to have music synthesizers and you were able yes. to create music on the, on the yeah, on the Commodore. And it would take like, 11 hours for the next picture to pop up and oh she just lost a, a <laughs> it's my birthday now yeah but so, it had all right socks very very cool stuff i mean excellent 40 year 40 years still probably one of the most memorable systems absolutely and i think it deserved oh, the Larry, type of episode that we gave earlier it. as i was flipping oh did i but uh my rollers look, print oh. shop there it is print, print shop. shop yes and you would print out a jet like if you were going to a hockey game or something you can print out, you know, let's go local sports team. Yes. And like you can get it to like over like 17 pages mm-hmm. and just get people to hold it up. My brother printed one up uh, that went the entire length of our room. Let's say this arch up <laughs> here. Oh my God. His girl, him and his girl, Joseph. Joey loves Jeannie. <laughs> it went the whole do, 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 do. <laughs> Well, it literally was like, I just remember. <laughs> oh, and it would take for it would take forever to print. And Larry, right. here you go. Here's here's a game that was definitely for you. Math. <laughs> hey, come on now. Math. Listen, I knew they were going to make machines math that does man. math. We need to learn math. math man. Remember math man? I love math man. Oh my god. Square three, one on two, PBS. Wait, wasn't that three, two, square, one, No, no, no. Square one. No, That's square, right. square one. one TV. So those so had math net. Math net. You stories see? you're about to hear yeah. are a lot. Are oh, false. Oh, yeah, no. the story's about to hear. I think uh, he just died, kid, but it's short. <laughs> I think the guy just, he was also. I think he was also uh, the lead on Son of the Beach. I love uh, Square <laughs> but, One, but Square One TV rocked and MathNet. How dare you? Square One was one of my favorites by far. I love Square Math One. Man. What was it? MathMan, MathNet. What was the? They had some other. Fun there was one. some other. Oh, I, I, all I remember. Okay, kid actors. I We're gonna write, Yeah. The the one thing I really remember from Square One TV is when the guy was writing a song about Roman numerals, and he's like, "I heart something something. I I heart." I I V hard. And they're like, oh, hey, we can see. And we're back. And it it was like, no, those are Roman numerals. One heart, two heart. That's how I learned my Roman numerals. So So, I think that guy's dead. So, oh, there you go. What happened? There we are. (laughs) Oh, boy. What an episode. Frank, it figures you show up and we go long. Hey, what can you say? I like it. For good reason. For good reason. That was was an amazing. Thank you for having me. Did you flinch? (laughs) 
Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate yes. it. No, no, this one was a blast. I really enjoyed it. It was great to actually no, check out cool. the Commodore 64 again and just right check it out. Really awesome. I gotta go visit my brother. I know he has this hooked up. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. And if he doesn't have him, you know, hook it up. Just hook it up and play. I'm yeah. not just steal it. So <laughs> we need to coaster. All righty. So we'll, let's get ready to wrap this up. Uh, Frank, where can they find us? Uh, at home on my couch, I guess. Um, they can find they can work. find you. They can find you at home on your couch. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know what? I think we're gonna have to. Me and Larry are gonna have to rework our schedule. And uh, oh, he's got someone's to, got the we bug. We have to do maybe like a monthly uh, better half. Someone's. I, I think that. it's. I you think know, it's something. long overdue. It's time to bring back the better yeah, third. Yeah, it's. It's. We've it's, gotten need, some I people. Kind of needed a break. And Literally, I, like two what? people. Two what people. I think asked for us to come back. Yeah. Well, we do have that one guy in Chicago, Rob. He listens. Chicago, like he, bang bang. He listens to this. He does. Well, like I said, when you're when you're ready to have me on that, we'll do the better third. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we happy for Christmas. So, oh yes, we will definitely do. Our you guys are thinking about episodes. Doubt. And listen, if for some reason the pod doesn't work there, we could do a special episode, a very special episode, a very special video game episode. I'm yeah. sure there's something. Well, no, we'll just take it over <laughs> for one episode. So, well, we, we yeah, try there, to take video, over episode. There, and someone doesn't like to play along. There are video games that teach you life <laughs> lessons. Talking to you. This is there, true. There are video games that teach you life lessons, like Custer's Last Stand. <laughs> I owned it. <laughs> I wish I did. Just have that velvet Sorry, like, 26 cover. It was two um, All right, let's wrap this up. And where can they find us? Uh, you guys can find us on Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast, on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter at Retro Gamers Pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube and you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. I yes. never remembered our email. No, you know, we never remembered anything. Yeah, I had to write right. everything. You down. did. Um, can we get can, you want to do a podcast with me? Ed? Go I right will, ahead, the two of you. I will do a podcast with you, Frank. I, I can't do a PG better. Half. <laughs> happen, so. It so, doesn't, all it right, doesn't, it doesn't have to be PG because of me. No, yeah, well, we I just know, do PG because of our, know, our topic. Fans. Yeah. Yes, you know, fans. the two kids are probably listen. Yes, um, you have a lot of people, Frank. Probably. Thank you very much for thank, joining thank us this week. Thank Frank, you. it was a pleasure. Appreciate thank you. Thank, thank you. you guys. Thank you. This uh, brought back a lot of memories. So, uh, can we find you anywhere? Again, you asked me that two seconds ago on my couch okay. in the back room. So maybe actually had well, in my backyard uh, um, at the fire pit. So. <laughs> All right. Anybody want pumpkins? By the way, my we'll, wife decided to grow a pumpkin. I'll take the pumpkin seeds. Took over my whole day. Yeah, pickles. sure. Send me. Send me a pumpkin. Okay. Send me a pumpkin. Just pri- priority mail it. <laughs> okay. Deep done. freeze it. I know somebody at the post office. So <laughs> there you go. All right. And have a wonderful week. You do the same. Frank, have a wonderful week. I'll see you uh, soon, sir. Yes, I think so. And all of you fine people at home, have a wonderful week. And thank you very much. We will catch you, well, two of us, we'll catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Bye, everybody. Later, Ant.